That is the sound of life transformation, a flush toilet. Amigos family, welcome back. We are right in the middle of our annual summer of sanitation where we just like bring modern bathrooms to the forefront and we talk about them and why they're so important. 100% of the communities where we work in rural Nicaragua, an open pit latrine is the norm. So a flush toilet really transforms everything. In the next 20 minutes or so, we'll get into that and a whole lot more. So let's go. All right, so we're sitting here with Danny. We got Kristen. Hey there. The infamous John Bland is here with us as well. How are we doing, John? Hey Joey, doing good, man. So this, there's a story I'd love to hear, John. You kind of tell us, and we can reminisce about it because I was there for some of it, and I think some of us were here for other parts of it. But it's when we built the first modern bathroom back in 2011. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. And I remember we were working in the community of El Chunco. If anybody remembers El Chunco, that was like up until that day, the biggest water system I think that we had sort of like done as a team and involved the whole community where we were all digging together. And it was like this side-by-side thing, which is now what we do all the time. But that's when all this kind of started back in 2011. And what happened with El Chunco was the introduction of what along with a clean water system was a modern bathroom. Is that right? So how did, why did that transition happen? Why was it introduced in El Chunco and a good buddy of yours helped design this Scott. So start wherever you want to, and we'll stop you and drill you in between, but kind of get us going on where did the idea of a modern bathroom even come from? Sure. Well, for, for many years, and even dating back to our time in the Peace Corps, we built a ton of latrines to change the fact that people were doing the old open-air defecation. And that's bad enough, and it has certainly has a, bad, a well-deserved bad reputation. But when we were building latrines, the only way a latrine will work and eliminate the fact that if uh, what's down in the hole never sees the light of day again is if you cover the, the seat. And it's a habit that for years we tried to implement or encourage in the communities and it just never worked. So the flies would obviously go down in the latrine and bring back up uh, the goodness out and spread it all the way around. And we just knew that that wasn't ever going to work as a long-term solution. And we also started looking at what's happened around the world and, and when uh, parasites became a thing of the past. And it really started with the invention of the flush toilet. And um, so we decided we wanted, we wanted to do that. And we wanted to include three big components, uh, a flush toilet and a septic tank. Uh, we wanted to include uh, somewhere to wash your hands and somewhere to take a shower. Uh, just to basically increase the level of hygiene in, in any community. 
So we had some ideas. We certainly, uh, the bathrooms aren't something new to the world, uh, but in our world in Nicaragua, we're trying to keep the cost low and to build it uh, appropriately here. Uh, my buddy, Scott Ludic, who's a civil engineer, uh, was coming down for a few weeks and and we brainstormed and, and basically asked Scott, hey, give us your best shot and, and let's see what you can come up with. And he came up with a great design and you know Scott's a, a, a big time nerd, so he had all the plans laid out and uh, he hit the ground running in Chunka. Uh, we just finished the, the whole water system and we thought this would be a great place to start. And we started with the absolute kindest family uh, around in El Chunco and, and Scott and Abram and a few of us spent uh, the first couple weeks building a modern bathroom with that family. And it, it, it worked out so well, not only just the act of building something that would serve this family, but the relationship we formed with the family, with the kids. Uh, Scott got to be such great friends with, with them here. So it served a purpose of not only constructing something, but the trust that that family had in Scott um, to this is something that's going to change their world. And that was 2011, right? That was 2011. And it just so happened that we also had a little fun inauguration at that time. And one of the first things we did was we inaugurated this modern bathroom by piling you know, a few people inside and all showering together. So it was, it was, it was, it was, it was with clothes great. on, hopefully with clothes on. Yes. With clothes on. <laughs> Wasn't there like a hundred people at their house? Yes. There was a hundred people in their house. We all took turns jumping in the shower. The kids were having the time of their lives. It was good. So, well, that would have been like the first to build a, a toilet and a bathroom like that. I don't know if we were calling it modern bathroom at the time, but that's what it developed into. Maybe we were, but that would have been the first one like that out in that area, right? I mean, could you say, I mean, that Chunko is definitely rural Nicaragua. It's like 10, 15 miles from Chinandega. So it would have been, and her house is right on the highway. It's like, would have been the first one of anything like that out in that area, right? Absolutely. In the, in the country, in the Campo, in Nicaragua, uh, latrines and open air are, the, are what's the norm. So seeing a modern bathroom, that was definitely the first one. So do you do we ever see when we come across a community and we're in the beginning stages of helping and you know, water is one of the first things that happens after our strong leadership is developed. But when you get to water, have you ever found anyone who lives out in rural Nicaragua who has a flush toilet? Is it are pretty much 100% of people are using open pit latrines? No, never, never have seen one. So anywhere where we work, this is like 100% of people are using. Absolutely. This is something, you know, modern bathroom for some people is something that if they go into the city, they might have seen one. They might have had the honor to use one, uh, but it's something that they never see out where they live. John, will you tell us a little bit about the um, the extras that have been developed over the years of just, you know, I love going and visiting a family and just seeing the bathroom painted or the, the tile inside or just the extras that get added in and why why would we do that? Why wouldn't we just cut the cost to the minimum and, you know, a bathroom doesn't need to be painted. The toilet still, you know, rids the parasites and all of that. Why would we paint it or add the extras in? One of the, the funniest things probably that we faced when we started is 
is the bathroom going to be the nicest building on their property? And we decided, yeah, it's going to be the nicest building on their property because this is the focal point of keeping people healthy. So as we started, it was, you know, very, um, uh, what's the word? Um, I'm sorry. When we started, it was very compact and we wanted to make it so it was affordable to not only the family, but for the people that, that are, are donating to help this. And so that's how we built it. And then what we started seeing is family members were actually making enhancements to it themselves. They were painting some of them. They were doing some things that we said, you know, that that just needs to be part of the package. And so we started using really nice seats. I mean, that sounds kind of funny, but, you know, it's it's a place where, hey, they're going to do their business. Might, might as well be comfortable. Uh, we started using really good sinks instead of building out of concrete. We used sinks, uh, the showers, all the, the little knobs and handles and everything. We started upgrading and made it really nice. Um, in some communities, when we'd have ceramic donated, we'd put ceramic tile in the bathroom. Some of the families would, um, would actually tile their own bathrooms. The paint did everything. It changed it. You know, we have this, now we have these selection of colors. So our promoters come with an iPad and show the homeowners, here's all your options. It's, it's a big deal for a homeowner to look and say, you know, I want pink or I want blue or I want purple. And just it becomes the nicest building in their, in, on their property. Why is it so important that there's so much effort and money and what resources put into something like a bathroom as opposed to maybe a house? You know what I mean? Like if I look and I see that, my gut reaction is, well, what about a better roof or something? You know, can you, can you from your experience, can you give us a little bit of, of your insight on that? Right. The, well, the, the, the bathroom is, again, the number one area that you can change the health of a, of a family along with clean water. Clean sanitation is, is the number one uh, thing that we can do to help improve health. Uh, a house is, is nice, but the, you know, it, it's meant to, to keep you out of the rain. It's meant for a place to sleep. But the bathroom and the water is, is the, the vector of where you can, where you can improve the health. And, um, you know, a couple of things that we've seen, Joey, that I think have been really cool is as people start realizing that it's something that you have to, to, to live with, to learn, hey, this is improving our health. It becomes the place where people are taken care of. And, and because we've had an opportunity to see the incidence of parasites diminish in communities where modern bathrooms have been built. There's actual data that we have now that supports the theory. And we show that data to family members. We show them the results of their tests. They're, they're also jumping on board with, yeah, this, this is true. This is something that we want to do and we want to take care of. So the extra amount of money that we spend to do this is, is so worth it. The proof for this, for me, lately has been seeing these all these pictures that we took. So um, to support, you know, the summer of sanitation, which is, you know, once a year, we try to bring awareness to why bathrooms are so important and why we will continue to build hundreds of them every year. Everything you're talking about right now. But So we went out and we said, what if we could take 100 pictures of people who have actually had this happen and who have been through the whole process of 
of uh, having a clean water system installed and also partnering and doing uh, bathrooms and helping build it. You know, that's a whole, we could talk about that for an hour about how uh, families are jumping and are responsible for the labor part of it. But the proof for me was in those photos. Like, and what I mean by that is, you know, I, one day I get an email and it's like, hey, we, we got all the pictures taken. So I open up this folder and I start looking at these pictures. And you would not believe, I mean, I'm like sitting here by myself and just like smiling ear to ear because everybody in the pictures is smiling right back at me. Families smile, standing in front of their bathroom, like doing like a portrait because they're so proud. I mean, I took that to be like, this is, we are super proud of, it's an investment for them. They've paid for it. They've worked for it. They understand because of the way that, you know, the way our community advocates work and they go from home to home explaining why this stuff is important. I think it all adds up and to where someone believes and knows that, yeah, this is a very important feature for our home. That's going to be, you know, my kids are going to have to worry about this stuff that I had to worry about. You know, for me, what you're saying, I saw all that in looking at these pictures. If you haven't seen this picture, you should look at it. It's on our Facebook page. You can pull it up. It's just this collage. And if you, if you're on your phone, you can touch it and you can actually zoom in and you just like scroll from face to face. And I mean, there's kids there, there's grandparents, there's great grandparents, anybody you can imagine. And they all have these huge smiles on their faces because they're so happy and proud to have their modern bathroom anyway. So yeah, that I've seen that, what you're talking about and why people, people are just on board for all those reasons. Anyway. So this year, Amigos will uh, construct our 1,000th bathroom is what we oh, were yeah. thinking we'll reach that at some point this year. But I got to tell you something really cool that happened. Um, it was probably a couple months ago. Um, I got onto my Facebook, and one of the first things that popped up in my news feed was... Um, something from Sunika, which is they are another organization that works down the road from us. Uh, good friends, you know, we've partnered on a couple projects and um, what the, the thing on Facebook was, was all about the modern bathrooms they were building. And I clicked on it and they had this, you know, all this information on their website, but basically, and I didn't even know all the background of this and John, I'm sure you do if you want to share anything, but basically we're living out what we hope to live out more and more in Nicaragua, which is as we learn things, just sharing them so that we can help other organizations and communities basically, I guess, um, enjoy the fruits of, of some of the things that we've figured out. And so, you know, here Sunika is out in the communities that they're working in, building modern bathrooms uh, and using our design and um, probably maybe even making it better in some form or fashion. So that was just awesome to see that it's not just something that we're doing, but that we're able to share it and, and see more rural communities have that. One thing that struck me when I watched their video, which it was fantastic, was they took it from the angle of how a young girl without proper bathroom facilities is reluctant to go to school uh, for various reasons that we don't have to get into <laughs> now, but as you can imagine, and so it took this, it took a, from that well, perspective. John, let me interrupt you for a second, because that's the reality of what a modern, ba like proper water and sanitation, something that would never cross my mind, right? It just makes so much sense to think, well, yes, things need to be clean. We need to, you know, flush away all these things, but like this is probably one of a dozen 
examples that we could think of of like how this actually plays out day to day for someone in rural Nicaragua, like a girl not being confident to go to school. This is, a, you know, anyway, continue. No, it's a, that's a great point, Joey. It's like, you know, just we don't we don't think about certain things because you see latrines in rural Nicaragua and you think, well, that's just the way it is. And you forget that these are human beings that are walking out and going to that. And, and we wouldn't do it. I wouldn't send my daughters to, to go to the bathroom there. Um, and we forget that these are human beings and, and they that's where they're going to the bathroom. So changing that up and making things accessible and kind of stepping into their world. What's it like to be a 13 year old girl to walk into, you know, a really, really nasty latrine um, and thinking about what, you know, that's not the way she should be living. So the the angle that Sunika took was was really, really great. And certainly, like Kristen was saying, it was it was it was a boost for all of us because, you know, one of our, our things is, as an organization, our, our vision is to be a model community development organization and and seeing uh, our friends at another NGO uh, doing what that what we've done and and using our experience uh, for them was, was fantastic. It was really re- rewarding. Yeah, uh, Danny, can you think of anything you want to add or any questions that popped up for you? We've touched on a lot of things. I, you know what what you said about people being on the receiving end of getting their pictures taken. I just was thinking the whole time when you were talking about that, we had everybody, I got to go with Evie and with Morgan a few days and everybody was like, can we get that picture? Doña Rosa, we might've all heard this story, but she said that she was going to do two things with this picture of her bathroom. She was going to send it to her kids over, over Facebook or in Costa Rica so they can see how her house is growing. And she was going to print it off and frame it and put it in her living room because she said that was, that was her new favorite part of the house. Um, but I remember one picture super specifically. It was with this guy. He had a he had a white um, a white shirt on, and their the background was pink. And he was with his wife, and they had a three week their their their, their daughter is three weeks old, and that was the first family picture that they took was with their modern bathroom. So she was this cute little baby, and they we actually sent them all the, we sent them the pictures through WhatsApp, but they're like this is our first family picture with the most important piece of our house now. And it was really cool and like the way that they, they have their bathroom connected to the house and it's right there and they spend all of their time like kind of where, where they are. But it was cool to think that this little girl, you know, fresh into the world, that her first picture was taken in front of something that's going to really change their family's life. So when you're talking about the pictures, I was like picturing and thinking of specific conversations we were having as we were taking all those pictures. I think the cool thing, Danny, with that is that that little girl that was just born will never know what a latrine looks like. We'll never have to have to deal with that, which is which is huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you when you're describing that, Danny, and I just feel like there's so much background work that goes into a, a physical project like a modern bathroom that is done by the community advocates who just spend so much time with like the family you're just describing of like, um, like these are the facts that we found in rural Nicaragua. This is kind of the deal and this will. And so by the time it comes to actually constructing it, um, it's something that is going to last because they, they understand, they believe and they're right on the same page. And it's something that we're walking 
through together. Something that they obviously want um, for themselves too. And let me, let me ask you this, John. That first bathroom on the highway there, um, it's still there, still functioning, everything. You, you, you ever see that lady or hear anybody? Absolutely. Every time we ride into Chunko and look to our left, that's it's the right first there on thing the left. you see is their bathroom and the kids are, are you know, obviously they're, they're eight years older now and just thinking about what their life is like. And every time I see Scott, we talk about them and, you know, just it's, it's, it's really cool to see that. That's where it started. So if there's one thing to take away from this that you would want uh, anybody who stumbled across this episode to hear, and anybody can chime in here, but, um, you know, for me, I, you know, I, I would want to focus on what is the importance of revisiting this year after year, and obviously that would be some of the things we've already mentioned about why modern bathrooms are so important and that kind of thing. But Sure, man. It's kind of like what we talk about all the time. You know, if, if you're a family, if you're a mom and your kids are sick all the time and Jesus walked up to that family and asked them what they'd want, guarantee you the mom would go, I don't want my kids to be sick anymore. And, you know, you go, well, let's build a modern bathroom. That'll, that'll take care of the majority of it because that's the majority of the problem. And and just I know he'd sit there with them and build it out with them and, you know, all the way from the foundation to building the septic tank to doing everything. And when it's all done, you know, the family gets to enjoy that and the family gets to, to live with dignity. Um, sometimes the bathroom is kind of an embarrassing kind of subject, but it, it really is a, a place where, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but it's also a place where you can improve the health of the family for, for generations. And I think it's also something, uh, this story always, always gets me when, when I think of Neres in, in El Pedregal, uh, when we had the water inauguration day, it was a big day. You were there, you remember what this looked like. And first thing she did when she popped out, she's the leader of the, the Water and Sanitation Committee, uh, popped out. She was all clean and obviously had just showered. And she goes, you know, the best thing about this, I just showered in my modern bathroom to go celebrate the inauguration of this entire system. And I'll get to do that every single day. And she's got a little girl and just, you know, looking back at that moment, looking back what she said, it, it definitely makes it all worth it. That's awesome. So if you're stumbled across this uh, little mini episode here uh, in the middle of the uh, the summer sanitation where we kind of bring bathrooms to the forefront. You can check out more of the whole story of of why this is a, a big deal and a big big initiative that we take on ongoing and why we bring attention to it in the summer at amigosforchrist.org slash sanitation. And there's like a, a story there of a family who just received a modern bathroom. And But bottom line is... Um, the the reality of just like trying like what you were just saying john about if you walked up to someone and their kids were sick and you asked them what they wanted they're gonna say man i don't want my kids to be sick anymore and that was exactly the kind of thing that jesus did he met people's needs and so if you're if you're a part of the amigos family you're fueling that kind of thing on a daily basis i'm glad you got to jump in with us and kind of hear a little bit of the inside what that's like to see it um, on an ongoing basis but this is what you're fueling we love you guys thanks for tuning in we'll see you very soon signing off 
Adiós, amigos. <risa> Adiós, amigos. Adiós.